What's up, everybody? That's my YouTube voice. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. Smash that like button. That's my. That's also a morning radio voice. That's true. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. My name's Taco Jim. Taco Jim. And I'm Beaver Brad. <laughs> the Murph Brothers. All right. The Murph Brothers. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> All right. This brewski tonight is from the Tampa Bay Brewing Company. Uh, like I've said before, I'm trying to exhaust all of our options at our local bleh, local Publix. <laughs> and then once we're done with that, we'll move on to the next store and then the next store and then the next store until we have to like go straight to this. Well, I mean, we go straight to the stores, but yeah. we'll have to start robbing we're, people. We're forced to. Yeah, we're forced to. Right. So this is uh, the Gingy. It's an Imperial Porter. It's, uh, it's family-owned Florida brewed company so it's very very local in fact it's brewed and canned in tampa so uh let's see they 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 expect us to have notes of or, or they tell us to expect notes of chocolate and caramel Caramel. molasses gingerbread nutmeg allspice and cinnamon so i think this might be a winter beer it's very very winter beer yeah if you couldn't tell by the literal snowflakes on the label of the beer yeah. Yeah. So, my name is Marco Dupa. That is my esteemed co-host, Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Ooh, what's up, brewskies? We're going to have a good time tonight, guys. We're going to try. This is the One Baron Podcast. can't see this poor but uh it's pretty sexy mm-hmm. dark and chocolate I like say, i like my women very very dark mm. delicious beautiful beautiful let's get a clink for that oh, let's do it <laughs> so thick maybe <laughs> clink <laughs> <laughs> it's like we just pounded both fists Boop. Yeah, that tastes like winter. Yeah, it does. Tastes like a winner. <laughs> I'll be here all evening, ladies and gentlemen. Two shows tonight. Two shows. All right. So let's let's dive right in to some good old fashioned trailer trash. <laughs> so this week has seen the release of two pretty highly anticipated trailers. We'll just dive right into both of them. Mm -hmm. The first one being the Pokemon trailer. Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. So we've been hearing a lot about this fucking movie for God knows how long. You say fucking movie because it sounded terrible. Yeah. The idea was ridiculous. Especially without Danny DeVito. Yeah. Who should have... Who should still have he sh- yeah, voiced yeah. He uh, should, Pikachu. He definitely should have. But... The internet, you know, the memes... The, the the posts it should have been it should have been Danny DeVito yeah in fact 
as soon as the trailer came out, there was already voiceover edits with Danny DeVito saying similar lines and then <laughs> obviously saying like not so similar way, lines, <laughs> way dirtier lines, which made it even funnier. Yeah. But uh, so we we we're here now, and we finally get the uh, Detective Pikachu trailer. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised yeah it, it did not it, look like dog shit <laughs> it looks surprisingly decent i i'm i don't know man it's really hard you don't want to get your hopes up it's, it's just a teaser trailer yeah but as far like the tone looks right yeah the acting they got some really really good actors i mean they didn't get mm-hmm. danny devito but right they did get fucking ryan reynolds yeah you know you're doing okay if you got deadpool mm-hmm so, and you know, from the trailer, he seems to have a good grasp on uh, having a, a well-developed character within yeah. Detective Pikachu, mm-hmm. and so it already seems interesting. The idea of having a Pokemon, which, if you're not familiar with the franchise, I mean, you're not of our generation, clearly. Um, <laughs> but uh, these these animals can only speak their names over and over again, which yeah. obviously is a, a barrier of language. Yeah. So uh, it, mostly, some of them just growl. That's, that's true. Some of them. There, there's a couple who talk. Meowth. Meowth talks. Meowth was the only one who could talk. Oh, and Mewtwo could talk. Yeah, yeah, but, but like is, telepathically. He's, yeah, he's he, and he was also like man-made. Yeah, he's an experiment. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're nerds. Um. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I I think it's pretty interesting to see that that as sort of a uh, uh, the crux of this movie is that this Pikachu is understood by this this guy, and. They, because of that, go on an adventure together to. I, it looks like find out um, where where the main character's dad is. Yeah, so it's like a detective story, but he's so, the only one that can understand. So Pikachu. his dad, his dad is the is a detective, mm-hmm. and he goes missing, and so the son wants to find him. And right. then I guess he enlists the help of Pikachu. Detective who, Pikachu. I guess de- Pikachu's a detective in the Pokemon world. Or with the, I with think the pocket is, monsters? This is a different Pikachu. This isn't like Ash's Oh, yeah, yeah, Pikachu. yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying this, this Pikachu is a detective in, yeah. uh, in, in, for, for, for Pokemon. Yes. As opposed to for humans. For humans, right. Yeah. yeah. And he, um, actually, a lot of people forget that this was a video game too that came out, I think, earlier this year. Pokemon uh, Detective Detective Pikachu? Pikachu, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so uh, I'm not sure. I, I've never played the game. I think it was on uh, 3DS. Uh. So, you know, I don't have that. So, But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how much they're pulling from that. But It's just really strange how long Pokemon has been a thing, how many movies they've had. Yeah, and since then, we were kids. Yeah, and I think it was found in 96 yeah, was the first game. Yeah, I think so. And 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 for this to be the first live action movie that they make mm-hmm. is has nothing to do with Ash. Right. Has nothing to do with being a Pokemon trainer right. and being the best the there best. ever was. <laughs> uh, it's it's this goofy, off the wall, buddy cop movie. Yeah, with an electric rat and a young twenty something. Yeah. People are really freaked out that the Pokemon have like realistic uh, textures. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw people upset about that. I think Pikachu looks cute. Yeah, I mean, he's how fuzzy. Else, how else? You, how, uh, I saw the one that people were really upset about was Jigglypuff, because Jigglypuff yeah. is, according to the Pokédex, which is what I saw on uh, Twitter, <laughs> a bunch. Okay. He's he 
he is described as a balloon-like creature. Okay. So he's, I guess he's supposed to be literally like latex. Mm-hmm. And uh, with like a hair curl. Yeah. Yeah. And some guy who posted about it, he was like, "Do you guys understand how ridiculous that would actually look? <laughs> like, think about what you're saying right now." Right. Right. And people were like, "Well, it's, it, that that's what he is," and it's like. He looks amazing. Right. He looks super cute. Yeah. Are, you, are you serious? Mm-hmm. People yeah, pe- find anything yeah. to fucking complain <laughs> I was about. I about man. to say, people they, get mad over anything. They look amazing. Yeah. I, I, I really like that. It looks like a, a very like highly defined style. Yeah. You know, like they, they have their own Pokemon world there now. Yeah. And it's, vi- it's the trailer looks like it looks visually arresting. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just the Pokemon. It's like it's it's super colorful. Yeah, and it's vivid. Yeah, it it's it's like it it's come to life. It's yeah. it's really big. And, Looks like and, a pretty cohesive world. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. I'm I'm presently surprised. Yeah, it's a definitely a good first impression. Mm-hmm. I'll say that much. So we'll see if it ends up being trash later on. But <laughs> right as far now, as the trailer goes, I, I, I like teaser. it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. good trailer. Mm-hmm. It's good trailer. <clears throat> Moving on to the next highly anticipated trailer that came out um this week toy story 4 what crazy yeah fucking toy story 4 toy toy 4 toy toy 4 it's actually happening they're actually continuing the series yeah um before before we talk about you know it's it's uh, everything that matters out outside of the actual trailer. Let's look. Let's talk about the teasers themselves. Okay. So there there were two teasers. Yeah. There was um, the one where they're like, oh, hand in hand, mm-hmm. and it's showing you like, hey, look, all the characters are coming back on this one. Right. Um. And then a spork. And then the spork with <laughs> with, with the with like um that wire stuff. Yeah. The uh, wire uh, stuff uh, for arms. a pipe cleaner. Pipe. Yeah. 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 And googly eyes, <laughs> and, and he's, he's talking all crazy. Like it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. And you get all every, all the voice actors seem like they're coming back, so you mm-hmm. get everybody returning. And it's like, why wouldn't you? You yeah. know, Disney Pixar calls you up, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna do another Toy Story movie." It's mm-hmm. like, what else are you doing? The well, only person is Tim Allen's got a TV show, yeah, and Tom Hanks is fucking Tom Hanks, right? But the rest of them, it's like, are you not just sitting by the phone waiting? For that Toy Story call. I mean, even if you're doing something, you drop like, it. You you know, Toy Story is gonna make buttloads of cash. Yeah, yeah. And it's iconic. Like even, you even gotta if, come back for it. Even if it's an awful movie, and let's just say this right here: Toy Story one, two, and three, top three fucking <laughs> uh, animated, animated films, films ever. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're you're talking about a win. You want to talk about a win streak? Oh my a fucking goodness! Dynasty yeah. of movies. The the movies that uh, built Pixar, basically. Yeah. Built it, kept it running, right, and then showed you that in the midst of all these terrible Pixar movies, mm-hmm. they could still, still crank out a classic. Yep. Still got it. So still holding. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> Toy Story four. I mean, so there was that trailer. Yeah. There was that teaser anyway, and then there mm-hmm. was the one with uh, with Key and Peele. Key and Peele, yeah. As uh, as amusement Duffy park. And Bunny. Yeah, amusement park uh, stuffed animals. Yeah. Basically, being um. The valets from yeah. their TV show, Key and Peele. Yep. Really, really funny. Mm-hmm. Really funny. Um, it's a, I mean, if you're not, if you're not hip to it, 
Like, it's still funny, but if you are hip to it, like, it's even funny. Right. So it's like a wink and a nod to yeah. people who watch Key and Peele. Yeah. And, you know, it's really good to see them, like, together. Not literally see them together, obviously. It's right. animated, but to, to hear them together again yeah. is, is yeah. kind of nice. Yeah, doing stuff together. Yeah. In any capacity, just yeah. getting more Key and Peele. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're, you know, by all accounts, they're super close. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, they're, they, they, super supportive of each other and stuff but yeah they're doing their own things now though i mean and then they couldn't be doing excuse me more different stuff right. you know they are like on the opposite sides like peel is or not uh not uh keegan michael key he's mm-hmm. he's going into like borderline serious movie territory mm-hmm. still doing you know comedies and stuff well but. he was uh he's on that netflix show isn't he <laughs> yeah well he's i think he uh, he's the one he's on the one I know he had a TV. He had, he was on a sitcom that mm-hmm. was on like basic or not basic cable, but like, um, you know the 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 fucking big the big channels NBC mm-hmm. or ABC or whatever. Yeah. And then um, yeah, he's on that one show. Like I guess he's supposed to be in an, an improv comedian or something like that. Yeah, it's like a group of friends or something. Yeah. He was in that movie. Wasn't he in the uh, Mike Birbiglia movie too? I may be mistaking him. Mm. Um. I'm not sure. I, I may be mixing those two up because it's pretty. They're both kind of similar in my mind. Yeah. It's like a group of friends, improv friends, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Um. But anyway, he's doing. Yeah, he's doing. He's doing stuff. Yeah. He's and not Jordan, not bored. Jordan Peele is a Oscar winning director now. <laughs> right. So, right. I mean, yeah. Now doing Twilight Zone. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Too. Yeah. And I don't know if you you were watching uh you you caught some episodes of Big Mouth. He's the yep. voice of uh, Duke Ellington. Oh, is he? Duke Ellington's ghost anyway. <laughs> Right. Yeah, he's the one who's doing all that screaming and stuff. That's it's funny. really funny. Yeah. Side note, mm-hmm. dude, I have to, I have to. You gotta plug about, it. I have to plug it. Okay. Big mouth. I know I'm obviously late to the game on this. Mm. It's in its second season, and everybody's talked about it. It's one of those water cooler Netflix shows that. Oh my God, have you seen? Blah blah blah. You know. Mm-hmm. But this one is worth it. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you even are remotely into that kind of comedy, if you like Nick Kroll or John mm-hmm. Mulaney. If you like, it's not gross out humor. It's really, really dirty humor. Yeah, there's some gross out elements too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's not. It's not on the level of like. It's not like Ren and Stimpy or like. Mm. It's it's not trying to. There's stuff that's definitely gross, but yeah. there's like like Family Guy's done worse than they've yeah. done. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but it's. I mean, it's fucking hilarious right. it's so it's so well written mm-hmm. the jokes are really the jokes they they work they do a lot of callbacks from mm-hmm. from each episode uh and then and then it's 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 a nice message to the show yeah as as crazy as it gets as dirty as it gets as weird and obscure and and off the wall mm-hmm. there's still this message of you know everybody's going through something yeah everyone needs someone you self-acceptance know, self-acceptance it's all about uh, kids going through puberty. Yeah. So and how crazy and difficult that can be for mm-hmm. kids. Like awkward. It's uh yeah. It's it's really good. It does the uh the the South Park thing of you know tying it all together in some kind of right. message. In having the end. having a heart at the end of the day. Right. right. And yeah, so it's just had to plug that because I binge watched <laughs> it the other day, and I'm like two episodes away from finishing the second season, and mm-hmm. it's just so good. Yeah. I had to. I told you I had to pause it a couple of times to get the laugh out, so that I could continue watching it and not miss any jokes. Mm-hmm. So funny. Anyway, right back to trailer trash. Toy Story Four. Toy Story Four. So you know, Kim Pill, they knock it out of the park with their mm-hmm. appearance. 
All the voice actors are back. We're getting a Toy Story 4. Yeah. As far as the teasers are concerned, they're funny. Yeah. They do their job. You know, I'm I, I'm excited because it's a Disney Pixar movie. It's Toy Story. You get all the voice actors back. So it's going to be good. Right. But the question that you posed, which mm-hmm. is a really good question, yep. is do we need this? Mm-hmm. Do we really need this right now? Well, period. Not right period. now as yeah. if it's like the political <laughs> climate. We don't need a Toy Story 4. I, I mean, that changes the... Uh the question a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Do we no. need it right now? Yes. Not right now? Yes, we, we need, need it. it? Yeah. We need it right yeah. now. Please, God. More. <laughs> but do we need it, period? Do we, do we absolutely need a Toy Story 4? Right. A fourth film in the franchise. Given, uh, I specifically asked that question given how Toy Story 3 ended. Not just how it ended, but how good the movie is. Yeah. It's the perfect... Uh, it's uh, a bow. Yeah. But I will say that I'm pretty sure that Toy Story 4 is set before the third one. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, the story is um, a love story between Woody's character and Bo Peep. Okay. And I mean, this is what I this is what was what I originally read about it like two years ago. Is this the Rogue One of Toy Story? Sort of, yeah. Okay. Like uh, when I think I think Rashida Jones was still involved uh-huh. writing parts of it. Uh huh. And if I'm not mistaken, I mean, I, I don't feel like I'm not gonna Google it because like it's a lot to sift through, right? To try to find like she, she ended up leaving the project, right? Yeah. Yeah. There was some controversy with the the writer or yeah. something. Yeah. And she ended up leaving. So I don't know if they've altered the story so much. Like if they if it's if it's based after the third one, I just why? Yeah, I that's that's exactly what I was thinking cuz I didn't have that detail, but if it is set after the third one, I like I don't want to touch that because yeah. it ended so well. Yeah. It it was it like we were just saying it's a perfect bow on that entire trilogy of movies and mm-hmm. I felt like it was complete where it was. Yeah. We don't need to touch that. It's fine. No. It's fine as is. It's yep. exactly how it, it should have been. I mean, spoiler alert, like it, it shows that they're, uh, it, it's like a, a passing of the baton from Andy, you know? Yeah. And we're able to move on as him, basically, yeah. as, as that generation that grew up on Toy Story. Yeah. And it was, it's, it's a farewell letter, you know? So if it, if it comes back again, it's like, how do you, how do you return back to that world without kind of being like, we're back, you know? Like, yeah. It, with, it feels with, cheap. Yeah, you cheapen the third one. Right. You cheapen the beautiful ending that you gave us with uh with how well they did the third one with yeah. the with, with the, the closure mm-hmm. that we get from yeah. the third one. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you they they wrote it in a way that was so poetic. Yeah. In how they were like, you know, we grew with the movies. Mm-hmm. We we grew with Andy. Right. <clears throat> so we're at a point now where we're we're looking as he is looking mm-hmm. at these toys, looking back on them fondly at his, at his memories of enjoying, you know, his childhood, right. basically. And but passing you, them on. You have to move on and, you know, you grow up. Right. But <clears throat> there's always the generation. A new generation. Behind, right. Yeah, coming up and, you know, it's just, it was, it was poetic. It was yeah. fucking, it was perfect. And if they're, if they are going to, because I could see them in some, in some form or fashion being like, okay, this is Toy Story for the new generation. I just don't feel like it's been long enough for that yet. No. So, you know, give it another five years, maybe. Well, it's, at, I mean, it's it's long enough for a sequel. 
Yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying that's fine. That's fine if it's a prequel or whatever, and it's it's set before the events of three. Um, but if they're going to say that this is like not a reboot of Toy Story, but like this is Toy Story for that next generation that we introduced at the end of Toy Story three. Yeah. Then like uh, we need more time. Yeah, we just well, we just we just don't need. I just think it's it's unnecessary and uh um, like um. The the like so let's say let's say it is set before three. Excuse me, sometime after two, before three, because that's what I originally heard. Okay, they were gonna I guess explain or show um Woody losing Bo Peep because I guess mm-hmm. they get rid of Bo Peep. Well, what what's the name of the um the the cowgirl? Sally, Sally, Sally. I think it's Sally. Okay. Well, whatever her name is, she's in the trailer in the yeah. teaser, so that means it has to be after two. It has to at least be after two. Yeah. Right. At right. least. So, that's a hint, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And I think and Bo Peep is not in the trailer, so they may have rewritten it. Mm. I could be giving everybody, or she could bullshit. be missing. Or she could be missing and they try to find her. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be super sad. <laughs> okay. That, I mean, that's what I read. Like, like uh, Tim Allen uh, or some, I can't remember if it was Tim Allen or. I think I saw the headline too. One of the actors had to like take breaks or something. Yeah. Because it was so heavy. Sad it gets. <laughs> I just, I just imagine Tim Allen and he's, he's like reading the script and he's like, they're fucking toys, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're toys. <laughs> That's, that was that was the noise he made when he first opened the script. <laughs> Why is this so sad? Why is this so sad? God. I mean, seriously though. Yeah. Why? Why they just they just Pixar just has a way of just like just pulling those tears out I of know. you, man. We had enough, guys. Please. Yeah, no. We need to be happy now. Do we need more? I, you know, I just don't. You know, it's gonna be good because everybody involved is so talented. And again, if you're basing it off of their win streak, you really can't not have faith in them. Yeah. But, I mean, anything can happen, though. You know, like it. It can, for some reason, fall on its face. you know, everybody has a, an off day, so yeah, yeah, you're right. It could happen, but yeah. I have, I do have faith in it in the project based on their track record alone. Yeah, <clears throat> I just don't, I just don't see it being bad. I just, it, it's kind of, their, it's their flagship. It's Pixar's flagship. You yeah, know? like they're they're not going to pull any punches. It's just like Nintendo and Mario. Yeah, you know, like you can guarantee any Mario game's at least going to be good. Yeah, the uh, the the. The the main games. The main games. The main yeah. games are always going to be yeah. Right. The Super Mario games. Yeah. Are going to be good. Yeah. So. Which is yeah. Speaking of nostalgia, mm-hmm. and and leaving off on <clears throat> your best foot, only to come back and maybe ruin it. <laughs> uh, today, what's today? The November thirteenth, fourteenth, November fourteenth. Confirmed. Yes, November fourteenth. So like you, you guys know this. We record on Wednesdays. They go out. On Thursdays, yes. Hold us to it every ep- every week. Yell at us Thursdays. If we don't do it. Yes, please. But uh, on this day, um, I'm trying to get the right date. I'm I'm gonna guess say 2003. Yeah, 2003. Okay. Uh-huh. So on this day, November 14th, 2003, Jay Z released the Black Album. Mm. 
this is this is a this is a segment that we're 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 working on called jam 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 where we'll we'll give you we'll give you what 15 to 20 minutes of some some music talk so uh get real close to your speakers because it's gonna get real sexy in here yeah but yeah jay-z released the black album today you could call it one of the best retirement albums some people argue that it's jay-z's best album definitely one of the best rap albums ever made yeah it was it's 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 fitting that jay-z can uh compares himself so much to jordan because you could consider the black album when i come back like jordan you could consider the black album his you know game six jumper at the buzzer for his last championship Mm -hmm. before he retires that's what the black album is and then jay-z's or uh uh michael jordan's tenure with the wizards is Kingdom Almost come. everything Jay-Z has come out. Yeah, Kingdom, Kingdom come, come, especially. Yeah. But pretty much pretty much everything he's come out with post-Black Album. Mm-hmm. Now, I pose this question to you because I think, you know, we're both big Jay-Z fans. I will say with the exception of 444, which is a modern yes. classic, I'd say. Now, now, now keep that in mind. Okay. This question I'm about to ask you. Okay. Because we're both big Jay-Z fans. Yeah. Um, before I ask this question, what do you consider his best album? We can't put me on the spot like that. I did. Oh boy. A question. Um. Overall, mm-hmm. I'd say the Black Album. I'd say the Black Album, <coughs> closely followed by Reasonable Doubt. Yeah. Um. It gets tough after that. Mm-hmm. Um. I love Blueprint. So I'd I'd probably put Blueprint then 444. Yeah, I think our I think our lists are pretty similar. I think um. <clears throat> I think Blueprint actually slightly edges Reasonable Doubt just because uh, I think Reasonable Doubt um, I think I think Jay-Z on the Blueprint is full on Jay-Z. Yeah. This is this is the guy who knows that he is the God MC. Yeah. He's coming at all of his all of his detractors. He's it's every song is a hit. Well, I, he has at, at that point he's developed he's fully developed the Jay Z swagger. Yes, and his his entire flow pattern and stuff like that that that's who he's become. Right. But in reasonable doubt, he's still like an embryo. Yeah, he's yeah he's still working on it. And then you know towards the end, there's a couple of like you know there's there's I wouldn't call them filler, but uh-huh. they're not as good as like that album opens and it's just I mean Ugh. banger after banger after banger after I mean it go it goes for like ten. 11 straight tracks you're like holy shit yeah. what is this i think what what makes it so high on my list is um in my mind it's a sister album to illmatic which yeah. which is my favorite hip-hop album of all time okay so because it, it it it's in its rawness in its street sound and it's just culmination of that new york boom bap like in the pocket sound dusty dusty beats yeah like that that's my personal favorite kind of sound yeah i think in, in hip-hop period so you know blueprint is obviously you know immaculately uh composed and produced mm. and it you know it sounds awesome i mean still it's still a product of its time it still sounds like a you know early 2000s album yeah um so it has aged some but you know it's it's still glossier than yeah. reasonable doubt and i i like I like how much 
reasonable doubt sounds like Jay-Z has something to prove. Yeah. He's every bar. He's trying as hard as he can. Fill as many syllables as he possibly can into it. And I, I just, I really like that youthful spirit of yeah. it that it, it captured. <clears throat> All right. So I, we, we, we discussed that because I, I want to know, do you think that Jay-Z has done what he's done post-retirement? Do you think any of it is worth sacrificing the way that he left the game in the first place? As um, in to say, is the Black Album, if we're looking at 2004, mm-hmm. when Jay-Z retires in 2003, he, he leaves us with the Black Album, he literally fades to black, yeah. goes away forever. Mm-hmm. And Supposedly. He's the, he's the elder statesman just right. looking down on hip-hop like, this is what I have left for you. Mm-hmm. And Lil Wayne comes in, he's like, best rapper alive, blah, 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 blah right? <laughs> right. But what we have is a legacy of classics, near classics, and solid albums. Not one whack album. Right. You can just, before, in 2000, from 2003 backward, Jay-Z doesn't have a whack album. Mm-hmm. Not one bad album. Yeah. He's got, you know. It's ebbed and flowed. There's yeah. some, you know, higher like, peaks and lower let's say valleys. Blueprint 2 is not yeah, great. Yeah, no, 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 But no. there's, oh my God, there's so many good songs on there. Yeah. Yeah, Coupled yeah. with a lot of bad ones, yeah, some boring ones, but there's so uh, many good ones. I, I think a lot of a lot of Jay Z's like middle period is is full of filler. Yeah, so there's a lot of filler in those albums. But if you go back and listen to them, mm-hmm. like there's still so much good shit on there. Yeah. Like, and that's what always bothers me about when people who who like don't think that he's one of the best mm-hmm. and think that he's just like flossy rap, or they think he's just big pimping. Yeah, or the Jay Z that we know now, like yeah. the kind of elder statesman lackadaisical yeah. kind of i mean he's kind of lazy now yeah honestly the, yeah. with the exception of 444 he's kind of lazy right and that's what people hear now and that's what they think of him and it's like no dude don't just listen to his classics go into that middle section there is some stuff he's doing on that mill in that middle section where you're like yeah he's you could i mean mm-hmm. it's not crazy to say he's the best to ever do it yeah you, you can disagree fine but Anybody who says that, I'm like, yeah, all right, I yeah. give you that. He well, that's could why be the best to ever rap. Like, I think, I think overall, Nas is a better artist. But I think that if you put Nas in in your top list, you have to include Jay Z. Yeah, because Nas's entire discography is full of albums that don't even touch, don't even get close to the best hip hop albums of all time. Yeah, there's tons of stuff in there that. Honestly, borderline trash. You could say Nas's discography is almost half and half. Yeah, no, Bad it is. Good it ones. is at this point. It is. Yeah. Which I mean, mind you, I'm telling you that as somebody who's who says Illmatic is his favorite album all, right. or hip hop album of all time. You know. All right. So to the question: Do you yeah. think that what he's done post 2003 is worth sacrificing the legacy of lead uh, of leaving the game with a with a game six? Mm-hmm. buzzer beating jumper of an album the uh a lot a lot of people like uh mm-hmm. american gangster i yeah. thought that was pretty good too yes i'm not saying he has a whack post 2003 yeah I'm no no, no. I, I got you i got you but uh, what i'm trying to say is i thought that was good i thought it was a good project i liked it overall there's some good tracks on there and good overall uh vibe to it uh-huh. um you know the uh, uh watch the throne so yeah so there's a pretty American solid gangster. Watch the Throne. There's Blueprint Three. 
I completely forgot about that. Uh-huh. Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come, yeah. 444. Right. Five, five albums. Right. Since, uh, so out of those five albums, the only one, in my opinion, that was worth coming back for was 444. Yeah. So if he were to have made nothing and then come out with 444 when he oh. did. Wow. And then left on that note and been like, hey, by the way, guys, I still got it. Yeah. Just so you know. <sighs> Just so you know. Wow. That's my fantasy world where Jay-Z is, is crowned undoubtedly yeah. the best best person who ever did yeah, it. Yeah, no, if he does that, yeah, there's no argument. Incredible. There's no argument. Yeah. So, uh, in my opinion, no. Overall, overall, it wasn't worth him to come back. Yeah. However, 444 is the <laughs> one shining uh differentiator within that yeah that i'd say may have made it all worth it in the end of the day yeah you know because there were some like you know <laughs> decent things that came out in that time but yeah and a lot of really good guest verses too right i i think i think that all in all i'm just i'm just weirdly obsessed with legacy mm-hmm. and longevity and like stats and stuff like that i'm just weirdly obsessed with stuff and and like to envision a world in in which he was smart enough patient enough and and you know comfortable enough to say no i'm good this is it yeah i don't care how much i got left in the tank this is it well you remember what we were talking this long time ago uh actually on the way to the beach um we had this really good conversation about Jordan and why, from all accounts, he has to be, from all accounts, he seems kind of like an asshole. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say. Allegedly. We've never met the man, but, you know, from, from accounts of people who have met him and have, you know, just talked to him, he seems insufferable. Yeah. He seems like a guy who's never satisfied, who always needs to be the best, yeah. and is always competitive over everything, hence the gambling issue and all that stuff. Right. Um, and I think it's it's within Jay Z too, to have that spirit of like I need to keep up with the youngins. I have yeah. to I have to keep going on. Like I think he may have thought he could have let it go, but then he re- soon realized I have to come back with something. Yeah, you know. But I mean, <clears throat> I know that he's probably he was probably itching because he was like I could do it better than them. Mm-hmm. I'm Jay Z, right? And he's not wrong. Yeah. But it's he's like, probably just got bored. But no, yeah, that's definitely what it was. He yeah. definitely got, yeah. He's probably just sitting around. What like, do you do when you retire when you're like 40? Right. You know? Just sitting around counting money. Eh, I, just stay married to Beyonce, I guess. Yeah. Well, he almost fucked that up, too. <laughs> sure did. Yeah. Hence I mean, 444. <laughs> yeah, but when you've got the kind of money that he's got, you can literally just pick up and do anything you want. And but maybe that's in, not good maybe, enough, Yeah, though. maybe that in and of itself is like, it's kind of boring. Yeah. That's, I Well... It's just like when you're looking at Netflix. You have all these movies that you can possibly watch, right? Mm -hmm. What do you do? You spend most of the time shifting through all of them going, "Ah, am I in the mood? Am I in the mood for this? I don't know. Then I usually end up watching something I've seen a thousand times. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) So, but still, I, I still think, I still think in a perfect world, as much as I like 444, mm-hmm. I would sacrifice it yeah. for, for his legacy to stay intact. Yeah. To just, just end at Black Album. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, 
Kingdom Come's so bad. It's really bad. Hey, you know what makes me more upset? Mm. I actually bought that one, uh, the deluxe version. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with the uh, with the with the three um, D or like yeah, the holographic it, cover. It was it was like a, a basically like three D glasses. Yeah. where it had that red yes. uh, tint to it, and you slide it over, and it's like a different image. Mm-hmm. And you slide it off, it's, it's different too. Yeah, and there was like diff- there was like little shit in the background, yeah, like little hidden shit. Album Just for sucked. it to be like <laughs> album sucks. It's a trash ass album. I felt betrayed. Yeah, I mean, and especially like it starts with one of his best songs, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my god, he's, he's back. back! Oh my god. And then and, you go, ugh. Oh, this is not. This isn't uh, good. This is, uh, is this as bad as I think it oh, is? No. And then Blueprint 3, ugh. Mm. You, know, you know what sucks? Mm. Ironically, Blueprint 3 is his most successful album. Really? Yes. And hmm. his, highest charted, his highest charting song is Empire State of Mind. Oh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And then one of his, the other, the other song that's, Hot, like Jesus, how do I word this? <laughs> His second most highly charted song, okay, is um, uh, uh, shit, the one with uh, Kanye and Rihanna, um, Run This Town. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, those bo- on, both like, of those every songs, commercial for a long time, exactly. Yeah, but both of those songs are on Blueprint 3. And Empire State of Mind was yeah. a massive hit for him, mm-hmm. his biggest hit, yeah. I think it won him a Grammy for best rap song, best yeah. rap collaboration. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So maybe that one just wasn't for us. Maybe it was his like pop hit. Yeah, I mean it's definitely a very poppy album. But I mean he's always been a pop star. Yeah. But just the most authentic pop star. Mm. The only guy who can have one hand in the boardroom and one hand with crack in his palm. Mm-hmm. And that was always the beauty of what he did. But Blueprint Three was definitely more in uh, on on this other side yeah. of like trying to just be relevant and stuff. Yeah. And it's always it's always brutal to see a guy that good try to chase Pander. trends. Yeah. yeah. Especially like like it, like his new album with with uh, Beyonce. Oh Jesus, sorry. Important, <laughs> Imperial Porter. It's getting to me. Ginger. Um his album Everything is Love with his with Beyonce. Yeah. That I mean, that's just we don't even talk about it. It's so forgettable because yeah, it's yeah, such yeah. a uh, trend chasing album. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's literally co written by Migos. They, yeah, I mean, they were in there helping them with certain songs. Well, like, it's, and and the thing is, I think it it was unfortunately it's pathetic. <laughs> it was unfortunately disgusting. Disgusting. It, it it didn't make sense for either side of that fandom. Yeah. So Beyonce fans are like, she's done better. Yeah. And then Jay Z fans go, he's done better. Yeah. So it, it's it's really ended. It really ended up being an album for nobody. Yeah. It really it it felt like it was supposed to be this big event. Yeah. It was surprising, especially after four forty four. You're like, are they okay? Yeah. Is everything all right? And then you know it they come out with that, and it's like, okay, this was just basically a like a love letter of sorts yeah. of like. Hey, we're fine, guys. Don't worry about right. it. Right. Oh, and then they uh they dropped on the same in the same week as Nas. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yep. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Totally fucking forgettable. Yeah. So when Jay Z doesn't have something that he's rapping about, he, he's just. I mean, it just seems like he's like, you know, lost, and yeah. he doesn't have any subject matter. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that's you know he just he just kind of loses his edge 
But, you know, I, I think that's not necessarily a bad thing as long as he's doing it well. Like, Watch the Throne wasn't about shit, but, like, glossing on people. Yeah. You know, but that was still pretty good. I mean, it is the luxury rap album. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like yacht rap. Yeah. And it is, <laughs> you're right. It is, that is still, that's a very good album. It is. But the other thing is, he only had to write one verse per song. True. So he got to spread it out a little bit. Yeah. He not, he shared the uh you know the uh effort on that right. album. So and then you know you've got Jay I mean uh, Kanye handling the the production mm-hmm. probably writing most of the choruses. Yeah. I mean Jay Z only has to just walk in, ho, fall so hot, <laughs> and then bounce like pretty easy. But still, not to discredit. I mean you can't discredit Jay Z. Who the right. fuck am I? But um. Yeah, I mean, if you take the shining moments of his post, uh, of of his return to rap, mm-hmm. American Gangster, um, uh, Watch the Throne, 444. Yeah. Do those things outweigh... Black album? No, not not do they outweigh the black album, but are they enough to say, okay, I'll accept Kingdom Come, Blueprint 3, oh, okay. and the smattering yeah, of it, awful it's, guest verses. It's all, it's a, it's a package deal. Yeah, if you, you accept to, one, exactly, you have to accept, you gotta, you accept them all. Right. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I I would be okay with, um, you know, Watch the Throne was a collaborative album, so that you you have an excuse to say, well, I'm still retired, but Kanye wanted me to bump, right, bump, right, bump, bump. It's, and it's then, actually features. And then 444, you know, like you said, if he came back and was like, look, I still got it, right, boom, hold on to this real quick. That would be dope. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, American Gangster. Take it or leave it, because American Gangster is just him going. Yeah, I can still rap about coke, and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but you made your first, the first half of your career was about right. that, and we've got enough of those that we yeah. we don't need American Gangster. Here's some flourishing instrumentals to rap over. Yeah, like, eh. like do we don't need that? No, it was no. fun. Yeah, because but the only reason American Gangster is so fun mm-hmm. is because it was after Kingdom Come. That's what I was about to say, and it was is a comparison thing. It was yeah. like, man, I'm glad this wasn't another Kingdom Come. Right. So he comes back with this, and you're like, holy shit, he does still got it. Right. But, you know, that's like if he came back out with American Gangster, you'd be like, yeah, thanks. But you aren't you retired? Right. <laughs> right. You know? Right. So he, he, all he did was lower the bar yeah. to just say, look how high I can jump over it. And it's like, well, you put it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> look at me. <laughs> I can jump so high. Uh-huh. And it's just that picture of him, like, falling out of that yacht. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know whatever mm-hmm. it's 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 good but um well let me quickly turn the tables on you what's okay. your favorite uh jay-z album my favorite jay-z album give me a quick rundown uh i mean it it, it honestly used to be the blueprint mm-hmm. i talk i mean I, I i listen to it so much yeah so much i just just back and forth yeah i would just put it on repeat it was just like everything he did on it i was like this is it this is how you're supposed to do this kind of thing yeah you know he just he just he he he's the master at what he does mm-hmm. and at, and what he does is i mean he's like the father of you know not what people are doing now but what people were doing in the late or i'm sorry the early aughts yeah to mid to late aughts like I mean, he, like he is like everybody was just trying to be him. Yeah, you know. So when you look and you listen to that, you know, even Blueprint Two to a lesser extent, and mm-hmm. then Black Album, you're like, this is this is you're watching a, this. It's that classic um um 
um, DJ drop, you're watching a master. <laughs> right. Like that's what you're, that's what you're seeing with this. Yeah. But, uh, I, I want, I want to disagree with you just to make this more interesting. But okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, my, the black album is just, it's just so good. Yeah. It's just so good. It's so like, again, my, my obsession with legacy and with the way that things are left and just the way that people view things mm-hmm. like I'm, I envision a world in which he doesn't come back and this is how he drops the mic on people. And it's like, yeah. And could you, I mean, it's like, could you, could you drop the mic any better than this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it was a rare moment where there was an artist who, who knew that they were ending their career mm-hmm. and knew that this would be the, the cherry on top. Yeah. It's like seeing, um, it's like, um, uh, Watching a boxer or a fighter retire with the belt and having to vacate the title. Right. Because they're like, I've done everything that I want to do. I'm the best. Mm-hmm. There's no one here to challenge me. I'm done. Yeah. Here, take your gold. I don't need it anymore. I've I've fulfilled my promise to myself and to my talent and to my fans. Mm-hmm. I'm done. What more can I say? What more can I say? Mm-hmm. Which, uh, by the way, that should be the uh, last song on the album. Yeah. The I I do have some critiques. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, because I've listened. Doesn't make it a perfect album. No, no, it's just makes it his best. It's his best. I don't think it's perfect. I used to hate change clothes. Just just so really? you know. Yeah. I used to always skip that shit. Wow. Yeah. No yeah. way. I was never in the mood for change clothes. Oh, I love that song. In retrospect, I appreciate it now. Yeah. But at the time I was as an angsty teen and I was like, Yeah, you're like, get this bullshit out of uh, here. Yeah, I feel you. I feel Ugh. you. Sexy, sexy. <laughs> there was a there was there was a there was a time where I, I got really obsessed with rap songs that were really successful mm-hmm. and also really lyrical. Okay. And so that was one of them. Um uh, uh, Real Slim Shady was one yeah. where Eminem's just rapping his ass off, but it's also really commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, hypnotized by Biggie, yeah. super lyrical and yet super commercial and poppy and stuff. Like I got really obsessed with chart topping songs where rappers are being really lyrical yeah. at the same time, and so that's why I like that song so much because like this rhyme schemes. And like how he's flowing, and there's like double entendres and shit, and you're like, yeah. this is the guy who's making a pop song, and yet he's wrapping circles around people. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was fucking obsessed with that song. I <laughs> loved it. I loved it. Yeah, I love that song so much that like I saw the video, and like you know he's wearing his S. Dot Carters, and like I immediately <laughs> bought a pair of S. Dot Carters, dude. <laughs> it's <laughs> fine. I had G units. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those shoes are so ugly, I dude. Know. They're so ugly. I had some G units too. Yeah, I I didn't get the one. I didn't get the one that had, they were like white and then red, white, and blue accents. I, that's the ones that I wanted the most. Did you and get the I, black ones? No, no, no. I got the white ones with the, uh, like the ice blue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Not yeah, the yeah. ugly green ones. The green no, ones were the worst trash, ones. Trash. Yeah. The green and red was trash, but. I got, I got the black and gray ones. Okay. But yeah, those are the ones I wanted too, was the, mm. the original, the OG ones. Oh, of ones course, of course. The, those sold out instantly. Yeah, you couldn't get your hands on those. No. So you tell, go to Foot Lock and you're like, gee, you sneakers? And like, we got the black ones or the yeah. blue ones. You're like, mm. fuck! Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll take the black ones. Yeah. And then S. Car- like he never made another pair. He didn't do any other colorways. He just no. did the white ones. And I was like, because he was obsessed with wearing suits and mm. like jeans and button-ups yeah. and stuff. He was yeah. like, yo, we're not wearing jerseys no more we're not yeah. wearing tims mm-hmm. it's just so funny 
when you see him now, it's like you're still wearing Tims. You'll wear jerseys. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it's. Or shorts in the Bahamas. Yeah. It's fine. He, um, the moment, the moment your the moment a God becomes a human mm-hmm. is the moment Jay-Z is no longer a trendsetter. Yeah. He's a, he's a trend chaser, mm. you know? And yeah. that's, that's where, that's when, that's when these guys just started. I just started to humanize them a lot more Yeah, because I was so obsessed with them when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. They just seem like well, other world. Yeah, they're like professional wrestlers or something. You yes, know? Like, exactly. Or superheroes. Yeah, the, the the their personalities and how they presented themselves were so big and so unobtainable. Mm-hmm. And they were just they were just they were like on on fucking Mount Olympus. Right. You know, we were humans and we were looking at fucking right. gods and titans up there. Yeah. And then as soon as you start seeing something where you're like, oh, that's not you. That's you're you're. <laughs> you're not my hero. <laughs> you're, you're trying to be like that guy. Well, I don't even yeah. like that guy. You're just a dude. <laughs> you want to be? Ugh. Be gone. <laughs> that's yeah. That's that's when it starts to you know starts to upset you, and you like you can no longer sell it to people, and you can no longer look past the whack shit that they're putting out. Yeah. Like with like with Nas especially. Yeah. He's another. He's a guy who you just his first couple albums. You're like, this is a person. This is. This is he's our Shakespeare, right? Like he he's a, a poet laureate, or mm-hmm. that's right, that's what it laureate. is, laureate, laureate. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And it's like this is a guy who, <clears throat> if you're a person who, uh, uh, you know, you you want to you want to be smart, you want to be educated, you want to mm-hmm. be articulate, you right. want to, you know, have knowledge of self, you want to, you just you want to be a better person, enlightened. Yeah, you want to be enlightened. Right. You want to be woke. You know, right. woke before woke was woke. <laughs> exactly. Back, back in woke, the late woke, 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 woke. Nas was the guy. Yeah. You know? And then he starts doing whack shit. And you're like, yeah. oh, you're a human too. Yeah. I'd say the only only rapper that I can say off the top of my head who has consistently kind of stayed in that in that pocket of like, no, he's hasn't done anything like questionable in my mind. Is, uh, two, two people actually. Andre 3000. Yeah. And Q-Tip. Well, obscure choice. I like it. Yeah. Because <clears throat> you're right. I agree. Yeah. I mean, if I think back and like, no, they've they've been who they've always set out to be. Yeah. 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 I mean, even with Andre 3000's like, oh, he's so eccentric. Look at how weird he's dressing. Yeah. That's just a product of its time. It's like, you know, people weren't used to people being... You know, differently minded. Yeah, you know, you don't have to wear a jersey all the time. It's fine. Um, but even with that being said, like, no, I, he had a clear vision of the person he was and continued to be that person. And you know, even to this day, even though it frustrates us rap fans, he just yeah, doesn't seem to need to rap anymore. Yeah, I mean, he definitely is a guy who incarnates what I was talking about mm-hmm. before, or personifies. I guess is a better word. Mm-hmm. Of just knowing your legacy and, and knowing when to just go, oh, I'm done. Yeah. I did what I needed to do. I'm, I'm sure if he ever gets the bug to do it again, he will. But until that point, like, no, he's fine. Yeah. There's no pressure. You know, there's nobody's pushing him to get it done. I mean, I'm sure there are people doing that, but he doesn't seem to have any any uh, any pressure on yeah. himself to, no to do something. No desire. Right, that he, yeah. like, if he doesn't want to do he's not going to do it. And, and good, I respect that. And good, because I don't want him coming back and exactly. putting out some lackluster shit. Yeah, just half-hearted projects. Yeah. 
He just did because people kept telling him to. I, I would include Biggie in that list mm. only because he didn't have enough time yeah. to fuck up. Yeah, of course. God rest his soul. <laughs> God rest his soul. Uh, <clears throat> which is another interesting that, thing that I've actually been kind of thinking about. Mm. This kind of doesn't have anything to do with Jay-Z and his greatness. It has more to do with um, the Me Too movement that we're in. Okay. Not just the Me Too movement, but just... just guys, taking a hard left. Well, no, no, no. It's not, <laughs> not that hard of a left. Just bear with me. Okay. There's a lot of guys who you think maybe, just maybe, they could have... You never know what could have happened. And it's kind of... It's just... It's interesting that um, they're not around to be in this in this moment you know uh-huh. so like if dr dre for instance had you know beat up that one girl um if i'm space on her name no disrespect but i it's a fucking spacing on her name mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it like right now like his career would be over yeah they would rip him to shreds oh, for sure and deservedly so yeah um and i think like it's just it's just interesting like uh like tupac tupac went to jail yeah for a rape charge, for yeah. sexual assault, he went to jail for that. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong, people. I mean, I, I know you will, um, <laughs> but as far as I know, um, yeah, he like some sexual assault charge with that chick. I mean, you know, they say she was lying. We don't know. I don't know the. That's not the point. The right. point is like, the if mo- that happened today, yeah, if that it, happened today, he I mean, would not be idolized in the way he is it, right now. Exactly. And and if you if you believe the stories of like like big pun. He's caught on a security camera, pistol whipping his own wife. Yeah, yeah. That dude That's fucked up. That dude was apparently not a very good dude. Yeah. To to his to his family. Yeah. So. And and Biggie, I mean, apparently with him, like, not, he he didn't. Um, actually, you know what? Off the top of my head, I can't think of any like shitty stories about him as well, far as like yeah. wise. Well, yeah, because by all accounts, Biggie. He wasn't that guy. He was just a rapper. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, he talks about, you know, being in the streets and drugs and violence and stuff like that. But, you know, a lot of that from from interviews with people that were in his life beforehand seemed to be just artistic license. Yeah. These were the things he saw and he was just rapping about it. He didn't live that life. He didn't. A lot of people say he didn't really sell drugs and Mm. he wasn't really involved in that. He saw the people that did and got big early enough in his life, they didn't have to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he, he got big on rap before he had to actually start, you know, slinging drugs or, yeah. you know, shooting people for real. Yeah. So. I mean, if that's the case, you know, whatever. I mean, yeah, oh, that was fine by me. Like, yeah. I, I have no qualms about that, but. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It's just really interesting to think, like, you know, some of these guys, you know, if they lived long enough to, you know, fuck themselves put their foot in their mouth mm-hmm. you know like bill cosby lived a long life sure did raping people yep <laughs> so, definitely did can you imagine like like the point I'm, I'm making is like can you imagine if bill cosby for instance you know he made one or two shows he dropped off a couple of incredible stand-up appearances yeah and then you know died at 24 yeah he didn't he wouldn't even have enough time to be a piece of shit well, I mean, not even that. What if, what if he were to have died, you know, right after the Cosby Show ended? Yeah. Or, or what if he, what if he died five years ago, ten years ago? 
you know that's a good question he, you know after the show's done do you he's think retired do you think it still would have come out no i mean because you know technically it was already public knowledge yeah just people weren't talking about it and right, then, right right and then uh you know something that the, people the, like to just brush away because they don't like to tarnish that idea right. of bill cosby right being so a then, rapist so then he, he gets all these accusations and people just kind of like no couldn't be him and then they just go no fuck yeah him. i'm not gonna take that i'm not gonna believe that and then a black comedian right hannibal burris mm-hmm. he's like you know he fucking rapes people right and then that just opens the book on it again you're like it's, what it's so crazy that that was the light that sparked that entire conversation that got him eventually in prison. What an amazing... I mean, this world, man. You think you've seen it all. And then a clip of a stand-up bit goes viral, and it changes the world. Yeah, no, it literally changed the world. It's a, it's it changed all of society. Crazy. crazy. Right. <laughs> and it, it seems like Hannibal is very, like... He he doesn't seem to want to take that mantle as like the person that started that. No. Whenever they interview him about it, he's, he's always very passive about it. And he's like, yeah, you know, people already knew about it. I just yeah. I decided to talk about it, and that's it. I thought it was a funny joke, so that's why yeah. I said it. Because well, it, it was a really off the cuff remark. Right. So yeah, I mean, I guess rightfully so. He's not taking credit for this entire movement, but you know, I think in a way, yeah, no, he's directly responsible for a yeah. lot of this coming out. No, and it, you know, I think people have made this point before, so we're, you know, we're not treading any new water, but it sucks that it had to be a man a dude to, to, yeah, to, to start, start this that. movement, but she's got to start somewhere, man. Yeah, and at least it, took, it started. If it took that, you know, and, and I don't think Hannibal looks at it this way, but it is brave of a black comedian mm-hmm. to criticize somebody like oh, yeah. Cosby. Oh, for sure. Way. For sure, because you already you, you saw you saw the pushback as yeah. soon as that news started to you know gain steam. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of black comics or actors or people who even worked with Cosby himself and never had a bad you know um, event with him mm-hmm. that were backing him at yeah. first. And a lot of people pushed back on Hannibal, like, "What are you doing?" Right. You know, and he was like, "Look, man, it is what it is. And <laughs> right, he did right. it. He, he, he did. fucking raped people. What do you want me to do?" <laughs> right. Which is just it. That's so Hannibal. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know, if you watch his bits or stand up and everything, and you see him on TV and stuff like that's that's the personality he gives off yeah. as a guy who's just like, well, I mean, look, he's a, man, he's a human shrug. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. He is the personification of a shrug. Right. Yeah. He's like, well, well, I mean, it, he yeah. does. What do you want me to do? <laughs> like that? I just said it. Right. I didn't do it. <laughs> exactly. I just said it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's so true. Like all he did was just open the door to something that like was already there yeah. if you wanted to see it. Yeah. You know? Shine the light where it needed to be shined. Yeah. Still fascinating. Fascinating <sighs> stuff. So yeah, I mean, if Bill Cosby had died before he came out with that bit, like, you know, Hannibal probably I mean I'm not I can't speak for Hannibal, but Hannibal, if you want to be on the show, you can. You can definitely, you know, e- email us. Let us know. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk let to you. you. Know if you can come on the show or not. Yeah. You know, it is the one Baron podcast. <laughs> but who knows? I, I don't think I don't think that he would make that joke. Yeah, maybe not, because it would have been seen as as we were talking about in our last episode is like punching down. Yeah, it's punching into somebody who's already dead who can't defend themselves. Yeah, you know. So I think that. 
once once and Cosby Triple X is not fucking Bill Cosby. You know, no. Bill Cosby kind of respect that he commanded. Oh my goodness, yeah. No, he was he was everybody's dad for a long time. Yeah. He was looked at as like this this infallible father figure. I think a lot of people would close the door on that. Like even if Hannibal had made that joke, yeah. I think a lot of people would have been like, Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Oh for sure. Or talk about it. It would have been like yeah, it would have been looked at as disrespectful. Which it already was, even though he was still alive. Some yeah. people were calling it that. Yeah, a lot of people. As but I mean, even I mean, I thought it was just a funny joke, mm-hmm. and also I was like, "Wait, what? yeah, no, it was one of those things." I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. Then <laughs> I then I looked it up, and I'm like, "Holy shit, he yeah. did!" Yeah. And a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. And they me. keep coming out. Oh man. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. For something like that to happen, I could, I could, man, man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah. So, I mean, I really wasn't making any like point, just to say that it's interesting where we are and how we mm-hmm. got where we are. Yeah, I, I don't think we're far enough out of it that people are able to look back and uh, analyze it. So, I, I think it's interesting to kind of be in the midst of it still, be a little bit removed from it because you know it's been like five years of of this stuff, this yeah. conversation. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little less, but enough time that you know we have enough stories built up that this has become an entire movement, and it, it, it's it's interesting to see the impetus of that. Yeah, from being something so in, inconsequential to be to now literally changing our society. Yeah. So yeah, no, I agree. That's interesting. It is. It mm-hmm. is. You know what else is interesting? That beer. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh-huh. So, ladies and gentlemen, we drank down the gingy. From Gingy. the Tampa Bay Brewing Company, a locally owned and locally brewed beer. It's an imperial porter. It's got this guy's face on it. <laughs> very Ooh. ginger man with a beard. Very ginger. So seems like a nice guy. He looks like, like a to nice talk guy. To him yeah. About the beer. Yeah. So Obi, what did you think of this brew? <sighs> well, first of all, I thought it was pretty good. I got a lot of those notes that uh, they described on the side. So you know, some like allspice, cinnamon. And those those sort of you know notes along with the porter flavor. Yes. Um, however, for some reason, for some reason, after my first sip, the only thing I could think of is uh, you you've had a, a a Slurpee, right? Yes. Okay. Have you ever had the uh, the the Coca Cola Slurpee? Yes. Have you ever had it once it's melted a bit? No, I would never do that. Okay. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I, probably in my life. Yeah. It. Tasted a little bit like a melted hmm. Coca-Cola Slurpee. Hmm. Interesting. And that Interesting. threw it off for me a little bit, uh-huh. which is making me knock it down 0.5 from what I was originally going to give it. Which was? Originally, it was going to get a 4.5. Uh. I thought it was very solid. Maybe not something I would search for myself. Yeah. Um, however, I, I think if you're, if you're into... You know all those flavors we described essentially so the allspice the cinnamon that kind of uh, Christmassy flavor mm-hmm. not overpowered um, But also with a little bit of an undertone of a porter then I'd say go for it. Give it a try um, But for me, it, it was just only solid. Yeah, it wasn't great wasn't over the top wasn't anything special to me so along with that weird flavor profile I got and this might just be a me thing so you know take take what you will from it, uh, I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I def- I didn't get that. 
has a very specific flavor profile. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I don't drink a lot of Slurpees, so um, don't have that thing to compare it to. I don't either. I, it just it came out. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Well, for me, I I would say that I did get those notes a little bit. Um, I think I think it's a little more subtle than they believe. Uh, yeah. It just kind of has a it's a, it has a very good taste. Um, the notes, uh, I mean, I don't know. I just I I didn't I didn't get it. Maybe maybe that's on me. You know, maybe you uh-huh. know maybe other people have to drink this for themselves and see if they have a more distinct palate that they can that they can, you know. Uh, uh, parse those those notes from it. Yeah. <clears throat> as far as I'm concerned, I still thought it was delicious. It tastes mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Um, I would actually give it a four point five. Okay. Um, because yeah, I, th- I I liked it a little bit better. Obviously, a little bit more than you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. It, it it it's not as distinct, but what they made was still really really good. Yeah. Really delicious taste. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like. If you want to get into the five, five point five range, maybe even the six range, like I'm gonna have to really get what you're going for. Yeah. If you tell me like I'm getting fucking gingerbread, <clears throat> yeah, all, all this shit that they're. T- hold on, let me pull them. Chocolate, caramel, molasses, gingerbread, nutmeg, allspice, cinnamon. Like that's a lot of. Those are a lot of really pungent flavors. Those are very distinct, except for really maybe molasses. But the other ones like. You should get those if that's what you're going for. I want. I wanted that. Right. I wanted those notes. Yeah, I was expecting a stronger flavor. I think that's where I was disappointed. Yeah. So I think. I think. I think to kind of give people a peek behind the curtain. If you want to get into that five range, if you want to get anything above a five, I think that if you tell me it's supposed to taste like this, this is what I'm going for. I want to be able to taste that on first sip and not have to think about it. Right. It has to be a strong flavor. But not overpowering to the point where it's like, ugh, yeah. all I taste is mango. This right, is right, just right. a mango. This is just a, a carbonated mango. Like, there's a very distinct balance yeah. that other beers... This, I'm not saying anything that's too um, <clears throat> too hard to uh, obtain. Right. Because there's plenty of breweries and brewing companies that have, have nailed it. So mm-hmm. this isn't that hard. Yeah. But that's what you got to do in my book. That's yeah. what you got to do. I mean, as, as a fellow layman, I, I agree. Yeah. I think you have to you have to you have to get that balance of not overpowering but also distinct. Yeah. And I feel like this was just a little subpar. Yes. So, uh, thank you to the Tampa Bay Brewing Company. It's still delicious. It's still and, good. And yeah. We love having uh, local. We love locals knocking it out of the park. Yes. Like that. Thank you. So a four four Adam, a four point five for myself. This has been the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. Thank you guys for listening. Like, share, and subscribe where all podcasts are sold and listened to. This Smash that like button. And always will be free. Hit that motherfucking bell, baby. Uh, drink delicious beer. <laughs> We're and... not on YouTube yet. Yeah, we will be, though. Okay. At some point. Though, okay. Okay. And have a beautiful evening. Yes. We love Bye. you. Bye.